This is Retail Revelations with Dan Holman, host of the Wealthy Retailer podcast series. This topic comes from the weekly series where Dan focuses on items of importance for the independent retailer. Our next story with entrepreneur.com, it talks about the the top six trends uh, for boosting your e-commerce. But one of the first things it zeroes in on is uh, a booming online competition. Sure. Uh, What what were your thoughts on this story, Dan? Yeah, certainly, um, you know, these guys from entrepreneur.com shared these great six tips for boosting e-com sales. And I'm going to say that the tips weren't, they may be come across as tips, but some, in some cases, warning flags. Right. In some cases, you know, here are things that we need to pay attention to. And definitely, we've seen a rise in competition, as, as entrepreneurs stated, a boom in competition. And you, you need to be on the lookout for that rise in competition. We need to get ahead now with a fresh look at your website and your targeted ads. And how do we stay relevant in our consumer's mind, in our customer's mind? And so their sort of first tip is beware. There is a boost in competition or a boom in competition. And to combat that, you really need to take a look at your, you know, what your website presentation looks like. Let's remember that this article, this heading was all about boosting my e-com presence or my e-com business. So let's look at what that is. You know, I'm going through an exercise right now. We're looking at that at our website and saying, okay, where are we capturing? Where are we losing? How do we improve? And in the launch of our new CRS website, you know, primarily it was driven by, we've got to be better because there is more competition out there. And that's the same for every single retailer out there, Rob. Um, there is this, their number two was sort of this changing consumer behavior. And I'm going to call it the resistant online shopper. Okay. Uh, the one we forced to go and shop online against their will is now pushing us to be better, you know, have better one-to-one communications, delivering personalized experiences and a faultless customer experience. They are customer service. They do not want fault. They do not want errors. And personalization and big data are gonna be key here in dynamically showing users what they're more likely to buy based on their their navigational history or their previous, previous, previous purchases. <laughs> I haven't been drinking yet. <laughs> um, and yeah. so uh, for us, it, it comes down to really understanding the analytics. How often do we talk about the science in a, in a retail store? This is all about science, yeah. knowing what they're buying, what they've bought in the past and showcasing products to them based on their behavioral habits. Um, number three was authenticity standards. I love that authenticity standards, the online world. Um, as you know, Rob is fraught with, with counterfeit stuff. You know, I can buy a great Louis bag for 40 bucks, um, you know, and, and jewelry and clothing is, is no different. Any designer product that can be made cheaply can look the part of, you know, it's, it's true version. And we need to demonstrate as retailers, a level of authenticity for our customers, this this positive development for e-commerce gives everybody a great or greater understanding of authenticity. Um, buyers really, Rob, need to have some some peace of mind that they're buying something authentic from you, and that it is not just simply, you know, a cheap knockoff. Or, you know, I'm going to say for fashion apparel retailers, 
that are living in the in the margin goods world and in fast fast fashion you know simply relabeling relabeling someone else's product doesn't make it authentically with yours to make it yours you've got to tell a story about it yeah. you've got to own that story not simply cut somebody else's tag out to put yours in that's not authentic the authentic part comes in when we tell a story of why and how we've curated those those products uh, number four for them was customer fulfillment customers want their demands met with fulfillment in e-com whatever their demands are and think about you know if you can't fulfill your customer's need they're just simply going to go somewhere else they have a thousand choices at their fingertips here it's not like they walked in your brick and mortar store and are a bit of a captured audience you do have the ability to capture them but you have to deliver on what their expectation is and that really comes back to that service fulfillment not the traditional or typical product fulfillment that we maybe talk about Number five, Rob, was brand building. I know this will kind of hit home for you as well. Uh, your brand needs to reflect who you are. This maybe speaks a little bit to the above when we talk about uh, authenticity, but really building a brand and exposing your brand that is you. The only, I mean, the saving grace for every single indie retailer out there is that they cannot be copied when they're themselves, right. right? There is no one competing to be you. And, and that speaks to us needing to be sometimes a bit more um, uh, expression-driven expression when it comes to who we are, what our belief system is, what our value set is, so that people can tie directly to our brand. We follow brands like Tentree because of their social belief you know for every shirt sold they plant 10 trees you know look at vans and and bogs and these guys have some social messaging that is attractive for consumers to their brand we need to be brand focused and building our brand constantly and then the last thing was this identification of retention over acquisition we talk a lot about what are our customer acquisition costs when it comes to online and if it costs you 25 out of every 100 bucks to get a customer, it's probably a lot more cost effective to keep a customer. And paying closer attention to what things I need to do to hold on to a customer. And I, I, I say this to retailers often, Rob, once a customer becomes part of your entourage, okay, think about it as this entourage, like yeah. <laughs> right? Yep. It's, it's our job to keep them engaged so they want to be part of our entourage. Think of that, you know, entourage, this group of like-minded people that end up sort of following the path of one person. That's what retail is all about. We want to build an entourage. We want to build an entourage. Uh, uh, we want to build an entourage. Honest to God, I haven't been drinking. <laughs> we want to build this entourage of consumers that follow the path that we're leading them on. And that's about keeping people close to you and paying more attention to, you know, holding on to your customers versus acquiring new ones. It, it um, what hops in my mind is we've talked before about that, you know, approaching an e-commerce store, like a, like a second brick and mortar location, a hundred miles down the road. And yep. how much of this reads to 
if you treat your digital presence almost like a, a second brick and mortar store that you had no staff in serving customers as they came in, you did nothing right. to, to, to you know, perpetuate your brand, your engagement and all that, pretty safe to say you wouldn't expect much success from, from that physical store and and you take so much of that and and you know especially with things like the onslaught of competition and and you know everyone's got the same widget it's going to be the those brands and that that really really set you apart from uh, from that so right on it's your story that's what sets you apart and that's where there is no competition people always want to you know want to debate how do i compete with the big box how do i compete with so and so well they're not you Number one, you know, when you're authentically yourself, when you put yourself out there in all your glory, all your good and bad, no one can mimic that. No one can copy that. That's, they can't compete with you at that level. And that's why independent is so successful when it comes to, you know, being weighted against the big box. The only thing they can't do that we can is connect directly with our customers on this authentic level. Thanks for joining us on the Retail Revelations with Dan Holman, host of The Wealthy Retailer. Watch for the full Wealthy Retailer podcast each week where Dan dives into the headlines of the week that are important to you, the independent retailer. You can find The Wealthy Retailer on all the major podcast platforms. Be sure to subscribe. And if you'd like more information, be sure to head to thewealthyretailer.com.